Welcome to the Your Message Received podcast. And now, taking your message to the finish line, your host, John Duffin. Hey folks, John Duffin here from Duffin Media, and I am thrilled to be relaunching the podcast, Your Message Received. Your Message Received is the podcast where you get to learn how to find your best, truest, most authentic business voice. And the keys there are the truest and authenticest. That's not really a word, but the fact is I think I just made one up. It is true and authentic. I get to learn too, and that's the part that I love as well. It's a little selfish on my part, but as a reminder, we are here on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and a bunch of other places. So I am thrilled that we get the chance to reboot in 2021 and 2022. And so I hope, hope, hope um, that throughout this journey for this coming fiscal year, what I'm looking to again do is find true, authentic people that have actually moved me and I'm really fortunate because the guests today and there's two um, really have been impactful to me on a business level and on a personal level too so I get this chance to get to share someone I know but I'll also say we get the chance to hear someone who is just a pro's pro has a fair amount of vision knows how to communicate and mostly is very true to himself not to mention he brought his hired gun chief of staff ceo with him as well too so dave debellius from amerispec and gail mitzner are both joining me today folks welcome to the show it's great to have you thanks a lot john thanks for having us here this morning yeah, thanks, John. I'm really looking forward to speaking to everyone. You and me both, and I'm thrilled. And that's the part, like I said, we were talking before, so there'll be, at least for Dave and me, a bit repetitive, but the fact of the matter is, when you're reminded of specifics of how you know people, and one of the things that, is, that I was remembering was the element of how someone is able to engage. So... I'll go back and let Dave share his own personal story. My version of Dave's personal journey goes back approximately three years. And so late in 2019, we were both part of a realtor Keller Williams driven training event that they do on an annual basis called Bold. So we had met before, we had been communicating via social media, but the fact of the matter is the relationship, at least on my end, was formed and solidified based upon that opportunity. Dave, I'll also, like I said, let you share the part two. I remember being really impressed by the military and service part. Talk to me, and talk to us, sorry, in regards um, to that part of the background. So... Yeah, and, and I kind of agree with you. We we had a you know we were we were talking on social media, um, just like you know we, we network just like everybody in this business does, mm -hmm. right? Um, but I, I kind of you know it, and it gets hard after three years. We're all getting older, but uh, I kind of vividly remember yeah. when we were in bold. We we finally connected up face to face, mm -hmm. and um, you know 
just going through uh, answering these questions at Bold and, and really being engaged with it, uh, you seek me out. I didn't seek you out there. It was mm-hmm. that was kind of the odd part because um, normally I'm, I'm trying to find all these realtors and professionals. Mm-hmm. And you came up and said, "Hey, I want to talk to you about what you were what you were just doing in here." Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this was really really cool, and you wanted to talk, so, so we just started talking, and that's that spawned a really uh, good professional um, uh, friendship and, and a personal friendship. Um, you know, and and over over the course of the few years, there's uh, I know you said you always talk about mm-hmm. um, my accomplishments and my history, but. You know, I'd be remiss if I didn't say every time I see something on your own social media, it's it's very inspiring because you're you're staying fit, you're staying healthy through this pandemic. It's been so hard for everybody personally and professionally. But when I when you see that there's somebody that's taking that that opportunity to keep themselves healthy and fit and really share that, that, that gives a lot of hope for a lot of other people. Oh my gosh. Um, Thank you for that. So but that's kind of where everything started uh, for, for our friendship. Can I talk about, which is one of my favorite parts in terms of this, is I don't know a lot of people as young as you that are able to say they've retired twice. And I say that, kidding, because you're always working. So I find it funny that you're able to use the handle of twice retired when I feel like you're constantly working. So I want to hear your version of retirement and then we're going to introduce Gail. I feel like I'm either doing something really right or something really wrong with that one. Um, So I spent, um, I went into the U.S. military and the U.S. Air Force back in 1996 Mm. Um, and I stayed in the uh, in the Air National Guard as a medic and a medic instructor. Uh, so I just retired there uh, back in August uh, after 25 years. And my first major career, uh, I started when I was maybe 19 mm-hmm. um, as a 911 dispatcher in mm-hmm. Bucks County, Pennsylvania. And in 2017, uh, I'd gone through a major major life event and had to make changes in my life for primarily my daughter, who was Mm -hmm. uh, not even 10 years old. And uh, I decided to retire, Mm -hmm. cash out my pension and start my own business. And I started looking through uh, things online and and especially Forbes. If you wanna know entrepreneurship and and businesses to open, Mm -hmm. that was where we were looking. So I was looking through this Forbes Mm -hmm. uh, top 50 franchises to to start for under Mm $100,000. And I found the Amerispec brand and being a military guy, their, their primary logo is red, white, and blue. I was like, oh, that looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Let's start looking into it. And um, normally with a, with a recruitment, they are, are trying to, uh, you know, you, you try to get that little bit of enticement to the guy that you want to have come in. I made them fight for it. I, I definitely, uh, it took probably about six to eight months to negotiate everything. Um, but then they brought me on board and uh and i retired out from my other job at that mm. point and started uh started the brand here and we've uh we've been just about uh all four years now and it has been uh i'd like to say it's been a roller coaster but it's it's been a progressive climb we haven't really hit that that downside yet mm. it's it's just been amazing to do it and um you know between that and, and everything else i do in my life i, I like to stay active and you know, the, the big thing is I like being in the community, helping people. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the one reason I bought this brand was, um, 
I've been a volunteer firefighter for years. I did the military thing. It's always been about helping people in our town. And buying a home inspection company allows me to help different people every day all around the greater Philadelphia area. I, I love every bit of that. I want to just follow up on one thing because as you just literally batted off, you know, military, major life event, paramedic, volunteer fire person, it's, it's you've put yourself in incredibly high risk, high pressure situations um, a lot more than once. Care to share a memorable experience, something that impacted you then that you still either bring to the, not bring to the party, but bring in essence to your daily life, where you were able to find a situation that was not necessarily great and use it in terms of being able to propel yourself or motivate yourself forward? Um, honestly, and it, it kind of was a great situation. Whenever somebody asked me one of those things that, that really helps me with what I do today, um, mm -hmm. I was deployed to Afghanistan to Bagram Airfield back in 2009, 2010. Mm -hmm. And I worked in the emergency room there with, uh, with our nurses and doctors. Mm -hmm. And we had a lot of children from the country that were actual patients of ours. You know, we just saw that these, you know, these kids, they're, they're injured, they're hurt, they're sick. Mm. And they're in this hospital with all these people from another country mm -hmm. that they were taught, you know, you don't trust these people. And, you know, they're very hesitant. And, um, you know, it, it was the holidays for us. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't thinking about this. Like, what do kids in Afghanistan know about Christmas and, and Santa Claus? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. But for our troops, I, I had ordered a Santa suit. I worked with our chaplain's office and ordered up a Santa suit. And I got to hold the tasty cake out here in Philadelphia and Tasty Cakes sent about five pallet loads of Tasty Cakes out there. You know, when I when I got everything out there, we, you know, I dressed up in this big Santa suit. I'll, I'll have to get you the link later. The, the pictures Please, are still yes. on the web. <laughs> um, but we gave all this candy, uh, all these Tasty Cakes out to our troops. Mm -hmm. And then I got to give them to these kids. And it's weird because you've never, you know, we have so many luxuries here that you don't ever really get to see that reaction the first time a child ever has a piece of chocolate. Mm. And it was amazing because we got to give these cupcakes out and the, you know, all the, the candy cakes. And you could see these kids that were so hesitant, you know, they're in cast, they have injuries, but the moment they take a bite out of that, out of that cupcake, it, it's like everything in their entire world became better. And, you know, there's a lot of times that when I'm doing this, I, I always think about how things were when I was overseas. I was on multiple tours over there, but mm. you know, I, you always think about like how bad can it really be in life? And as much as things can knock you down, mm -hmm. um, nothing beats seeing a kid have a piece of chocolate for the first time. So, you know, when we come to work here, uh, our, our motto here every day is come to work happy and we make other people happy. And if we can do that, then we've changed the world. Hey, do me a favor. Say that. Say that mantra one more time. Um, we are our, our motto being that we come to work happy. And if you come to work happy and you can help somebody else out, you've changed the world. God almighty. Um, that may not have changed your own, but you definitely changed theirs. I think that was part that, that resonates. So as you saw and you commented on in terms of my own build, I had tasted chocolate before um, and a lot of it. And so when I saw you at Bold, uh, I love the fact that your generosity, that's one of the things you use it for, you know, for other purposes, but 
just your generosity that you encountered the take you found the tasty cake person to bring tasty cake food philadelphia um to some sick kids in afghanistan and i can't even imagine because you know what 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 i'm realizing is that so often people will say and i've done it and i still do like that sort of thing where there's a really harrowing circumstance or situation around you that's impacting you or putting pressure on you and you then dump it on another person to say oh well let me know how i can help or let me know what i can do or if i can help you in any way you let me know and nothing changes with that other than dumping the problem onto something onto someone else what i love about what you said is that you take the initiative you always did even back then all right i got to do something what the hell can i do and you found something and you found something that no one else did and i find that incredible i'll focus more in terms of the way that i remember you specifically in a moment but i also want to bring gail metzner in because it mattered to me when we were speaking i wanted to hear from the team but really it was dave that was really really not adamant but it was important that gail sorry that dave's team was a part of the conversation so gail thank you for being here i also understand to start a little bit as food related. So Dave already squared away, understands the gift of chocolate, which he apparently was bringing into the office today. So is it chocolate that got you to join his team? <laughs> yeah, it was Dave's personality. <laughs> How so? How so? What was it about Dave that got you to join the team? And then I want to hear, and I'll hear, and I'll ask Dave the same question about you. Well, Dave has like this, huge gregarious personality mm -hmm. and I've known him for over 20 years because I actually trained him as a 911 dispatcher mm -hmm. so training him and knowing him for so long I know how Dave works I know how his brain works I know how he always wants to give back to the community mm -hmm. and that's how we work well together mm -hmm. so when he said about coming in and joining him I had to mm -hmm. mm. I had to um, that's a really powerful thing to hear. Uh, let me follow up with just one question right at the moment, which is in terms of the dispatch, was there, there had to have been the same question, which is, was there a circumstance or a situation that you encountered that you still bring with you to Amerispec, to your family, um, in terms of the way that it changed or molded you? Oh, absolutely. Because I was brought up, you help someone else when you can, because you may be the only person who does. Mm -hmm. So being in a 911 dispatcher and the firefighter and the EMT, mm -hmm. we were always helping someone else because nobody else might be able to. So that's why with the home inspections, that's why we do what we do, because not everybody does it. And you're going in, you're spending your life fortune to buy something. And we want to make sure you're doing it right and you're doing it safely. We want it all to be safe. I love the way that you said, because no one else may be able to. I, 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 it's funny that it's like you hear things and it's like, I'm always curious as to the whys, 
But that to me just makes so much sense. And I forget that, that it's like, well, we help because maybe no one else can or no one else has the capabilities. And you encountered all of that. I think that's great. Dave, why was it important that Gail joined the team? Well, and and I think Gail didn't tell you, it, it took a while to get her on board. Okay. Um, even though we've known each other, it, it was like it was like trying to court somebody to, to bring them in. Why? Um, why was it so hard? <laughs> you you know what? food? Um, oh, you're I, nice. I think it's because we have the same types of personalities and the same thought processes. Uh, so when one of us wants something and the other one's like, ah, I'm just going to hold off. And it just, you know, it, it becomes a little bit of the, I don't want to call it butting heads, but it, it was like, no, you need to come do this. Well, I'll come do it when I'm ready. No, I need you to come do it now and I'll come do it when I'm ready. And, and that went back and forth, but, um, you know, it, it, it really brings us together as, as a, as a great team, but, um, well, and I'll tell you why it took me long because I knew this was like meant a lot to you. And I didn't want to come in unless I was going to give it 100%. Yeah. And that's, and that's the best, best reason that I was able to hire Gail. One, I needed, uh, when, when you ask what, why Gail, I needed somebody I could trust on unequivocally 100% that if something ever happens to me, that my legacy in this company is in good hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I brought my office manager, Cherry, in uh, before Gail, mm-hmm. uh, almost around the same time. But um, I needed to make sure that that my legacy was in good hands. and. I needed somebody that I could trust 100%. My, my wife is not involved in the business mm-hmm. because she has her own career. And if something were to happen to me, what would this company do the following day? You know, I, I, as, as bad as it might sound when I say it, uh, I needed somebody that can say, all right, Dave died today and we're going back to work tomorrow because mm-hmm. we have other people to help. And Gail has that mindset. Gail knows what I've invested into this. Gail and Cherry both know what I've invested into this. And it's, it's hard when you cash a pension and gamble it on something like this. Like there's, you know, there isn't, you know, but some people always say, oh, failure is not an option. Failure is not an option. Failure is not in my vocabulary when it comes to this business. Okay. It, it can't be. Well, and um, bringing Gail on, um, you know, it's, it's helped us as far as our, our technical skill. Mm-hmm. She's a, she's a, an amazing technical uh, inspector and, the other aspect is, you, you know, you have that uh, a lot of times we go out as a team and you have that man and woman team and people see, oh, my God, there's a woman inspector out here and the guy's doing what she tells him to do, which is kind of what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, we bounce off each other really well. It makes a great experience for our clients uh, and for the agents and for our real estate professionals. Yeah. And that's what I want. Right. And, and the clients, they're so stressed out from the process to begin with. Mm-hmm. So that when we show up, they're like freaking out because they're like, we're going to find all this stuff wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to like dash your dream. And by the end of the day, they're like, oh my God, this was such an amazing experience. You and know, the reason why they don't like that is because we treat them more as friends versus a client. I, I can feel that. Gail, have you ever encountered like, because it is, it shouldn't be, but it feels like it is in a sense, this has been at least from the home inspection side, that's where a male-dominated field. Do people respond any differently or are you able to disarm them, so to speak? Oh, gosh, yeah. (laughs) Well, the guys, you know, like, they'll see a female inspector and they'll be like, oh, well, she doesn't know what she's talking about. So then they kind of, like, 
So they'll follow you around and they'll ask you questions that, like, that they already kind of like know an answer to. And when you go and you give them the answer, but you go into depth or why, they're kind of like, they take a step back and they're like, oh, okay. So she actually really does know what she's doing. <laughs> and then I've actually had women, uh, clients who, you know, they see a female and they're like, just by looking at me, they're more point at ease and they're less stressed mm-hmm. because sometimes they're there by themselves. You know, husband can't show up because he's working or whatever. So they're doing this on their own and they're more relaxed. And not to mention now they've learned stuff about their house that they otherwise wouldn't have known if their husband was there. See, And then I've even had um, some realtors who were shocked when I show up mm-hmm. because they're so used to dealing with the men because it's a, it's a male populated field. Yeah. And they're not even quite sure if, you know, I, I know what I'm doing until they come around with me as I'm going through the inspection. And they're like, oh, yeah, OK. And what's your card? Can I have your business card? <laughs> we, we've had times where we've showed up as a team together and they're like, oh, hey, very nice to meet you, Dave. And, and who's this helper you have today? And your helper. Right. And that's the part. And uh, sadly, I get that. And that's the, like I said, and as 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 from the vantage point of what nobody wants anymore, which is the older white guy. <laughs> it's like, okay, you've done plenty. We need to give someone else a turn. But there's still so much resistance. And that's the part. So, Gail, I would be curious in terms, you just addressed one way. Um, when you said, if I heard correctly, the, look, I, I get tested. And people will ask questions of which they probably already know the answer. And they're seeing how I respond. And once I do, uh, then it's, has there been a situation where, or if you could describe a time where you felt particularly good being able to convey those thoughts to get what you wanted, Um, whether it was an actual home inspection or in general, you've had a lot of difficult factors in a career. How have, can you describe a time where you felt really strong conveying your thoughts? Well, I've always been in the male dominated fields Mm -hmm. with everything I have done. I don't think there's been anything I've done that has been women dominate, dominated. Like, so it's just, it's just common for me. And I just kind of like laugh it off and just continue. (laughs) I don't. You know, John, when, when we said earlier about, you know, like they'll, they'll look at Gail and they'll say, oh, is this helping you out? My common answer to that is, oh, she's your inspector. I'm just here for comedy relief. Right. I love it. You know, I'm here to hang out with the client and the agent. And, you know, Gail is, is my operations manager. She's she's the boss. And, you know, see the look on some some people's faces uh, when we say that the one that the one that comes to mind is uh, we had an agent that that came out one day. And Gail was upstairs in the house and I'm just down there, you know, enjoying myself, just letting her do her thing and waiting for her to tell me it's time to work. Um, we were waiting on the agent and the agent showed up and uh, he said, oh, you must be the inspector. I said, no, I'm the inspection company owner. Your inspector's upstairs. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, what's his name? I'll go say hello to him. And I said, uh, his name would be Gail. Gail has long hair and uh, Gail is not a guy. Right. And um, he said, well, why aren't you doing the inspection? I said, because she's better at this than I am. I said, she's the, she's your inspector for the day. And, um, and I said, you guys are in really good hands today. And, you know, I just wanted to make sure I was here to meet with you. And he said, you know, I've been doing this 35 years. I've never heard of a female home inspector. And I said, well, you probably haven't had a really good home inspector then, have you? 
See, <laughs> I I find that so powerful from both of you, Dave. I from us talking before that it was that it was important for you, um, and in terms of visionary, gutsy, but as as you're saying, smart business that you've hired all women in regard for your company. And you, as you've talked about, the resistance comes from so many different angles and it's positioned in so many different ways. Why has it been so important to you that you are hiring all women for your company? Um, well, the, the, what's been more important is that I hire the right people. Uh, we've, we've had men that have interviewed and they just can't cut the mustard. Um, you know, the ones that we've interviewed any, anyways. Right. Um, I think that's because Gail's standards are too high, but that, that's just me. <laughs> well, yeah, because um, <laughs> usually, usually my first question is, how are you with going on roofs? Yeah, and oh, you know, I'm we out. do that. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but in all honesty, John, I think, mm -hmm. I think it's been very important uh, with, our, with our woman's staff. Um, we started and, you know, I obviously I hired Sherry and then I hired Gail. And uh, now we have our, our next inspector, Anaya, who, who just came on board in June. Right. And we just started seeing the trend. And I said, oh, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we just had an all-woman workforce? I mean, if we get the right guy in here, we'll bring him in. He might have to wear a dress for the day, but we'll bring him in. Right. Um, you know, joking around about right. it. But um, it's been really important because we want to have uh, diversity, equality, and, and inclusion here, which uh, we kind of, you know, go hand in hand with. Uh, companies like Keller Williams, mm -hmm. uh, where we have that that big focus on diversity and inclusion. And for me, I mean, having an all-woman workforce, um, I think it's important for us. I mean, obviously, we're not going to change the whole world in this in this particular business in that aspect. But you know, I want every agency out there to know: listen, women can do this just as good, if not better, than than men. Um, this has been a male-dominated field, and it's time for us to change our view if we're going to change the world. We have to change the way we think, um, and I, I think that's one of the one of the things that you and I learn in class. If you mm -hmm. if you do things the same way you've always done them, you can expect the same results you've always got. And you never learn. You know, and you, and you don't learn. So we have to be able to adapt and learn. Right. And having an all-woman staff does so many things for a business. Mm -hmm. Um, real estate itself is a predominantly woman employed culture, but right. it's still a predominant male dominated culture. And if we can bring this in with real estate, does that empower women realtors knowing that they can go to their clients and say, oh, you know what, you're, you're 25, you're a single woman. I got a woman that's going to come in here and inspect this and she does it better than the guys. Mm -hmm. And how good would that make that client feel? And as that trickles down, you know, that person tells two of their friends, they tell two of their friends. And all of a sudden, you know, you've got so much trust in the women that are in real estate um, to be able to turn and say, you know what, we've got, we, we've broken the, 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 the mold here. We're not just saying it just to have it. Uh, as a woman in inspection company, we're we're dispelling the the myth and the rumor that women can't do this. Oh, I believe in what we do. They they absolutely do. And let me tell you, if the, if these if these uh, women weren't doing their job right, they wouldn't be working here. But yeah, you know, they they my whole team does an amazing job, mm -hmm. and they make my life very easy. So 
I'll, I'll keep going the way we're going. And, and, you know, we're going to keep succeeding with it. That excites me to no end from both of you. Hey, Dave, you brought up, and I love that part, that it's important to you in regards to um, having a diverse and inclusive culture in your company. You can know, and I might have already shared with you, one of the reasons I gravitated to you at Bold was not just the way that you presented, but you convey that even in your personality. And look, for me, as a gay man, I don't lead with that. I it is, it is, I'm damn proud of it, but I don't have it on my business card. I don't need to have that as part of the, you know, the armor that, that I wear. But I felt comfortable enough speaking with you because of the way that you presented. And I believed the part about the diversity, equity, and inclusion. I love the fact that it has come to light in terms of your actual business model. But I could feel it in 2019 at Bold. So to me, to watch that growth is not just really exciting, it's really gratifying. And so that's one of the reasons that I was thinking, who could I, it's you. Um, because of that, because you see that and you were visionary in that regard. So all of that's to say, thank you um, just for that and embodying what you believe. And that's a really big deal. So as I said, I'm very grateful for all of that. Um, but I want to ask you in regards to that sense of authenticity and that ability to be able to be really true to you, I remember, again, when you were presenting, back to food, back to the sense of... So that was how we ate a lot at Bold, and we weren't exactly the most active crowd. But the fact of the matter is, Dave presented lunch. Um, that's how I really got to connect with Dave, because I got to hear him speak. And that's, in essence, the whole point of what we do here, is that... I watched Dave present and it was conditional. You'll have your lunch, everybody, but first you have to hear from, and in essence, that's what I'm processing in my head. Oh God, we've got to hear a sales pitch and then we'll get to eat the food. Okay, okay, okay. Um, then I hear you and you're standing in, in, in like a military jacket and you talked about the red, white, and blue and, and you're wearing that proudly, but you're also speaking from the heart. Have you always been able to do that? Um, I'm going to tell you when I was younger, my mom would probably tell you I didn't always speak from the heart. I spoke from the mouth before I engaged the brain, okay. uh, just like many, many kids would. But, um, you know, when I when I started doing uh, community work, mm -hmm. uh, I come from a very community, uh, community based family. My, you know, when when we talk about our personal lives, my my mother was born in Germany post World War Two. Uh, my father was adopted by another family member in his family. I grew up this poor kid in Brooklyn, you know, and I came here to Pennsylvania. Dad becomes a fireman. All of a sudden, I want to be a fireman, you know, and how many kids say they want to be a firefighter? And then here we are, you know, 40 years later, and I'm a firefighter. Um, and you actually are doing it. <laughs> yeah, and I love it. Um, but I, I've always, I would say from probably the time I joined the fire service, I took an interest in learning how to communicate with people, learning how to 
uh, become better at public speaking and teaching. I just, I'm surprised I didn't get my education in education uh, because, you know, even my, my, my parents and my family have already said, you know, uh, you should have been a, a teacher somewhere. And, mm-hmm. and I've gotten to be a teacher to a lot of people through government. But the one thing I liked about when we were at Bold, uh, if you remember, remember like every, every week, yeah, it's like, oh, we got this guy, they're going to do a sales pitch. Mm-hmm. Then I can finally eat. So your brain's not even focused on. No, absolutely not, speaking. right? Right. <laughs> You're like, just get your five minutes of fame. Shut up. I want to eat. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, if you remember uh, what, when I brought everything up there, it was, they gave me, I think, like five to seven minutes. And I, you know, I vividly remember because uh, I did it in my other bold class. Hi, I'm Dave. I'm from Amerispec. Enjoy your lunch today. If you want any information, come see me. I'm in your class. Mm-hmm. And I kept it short and sweet because I knew everybody wanted food. But I, I really didn't do a sales pitch. But at the same time, that was the best sales pitch to have there because mm-hmm. as soon as I get in the line for lunch, like, oh, thanks for keeping that so brief. Give me your card. I want to call you. This is great. Yep. But I, I've always I've always liked uh, teaching and you know, a lot of people have told me that they like the way I speak in public. And uh, it is kind of the military thing. Like when you guys saw me standing up there, you see a guy like almost locked up at attention, you know, just right, right. kind of stiff and all. But um, that's that's hey man, 25 years later. And I I still eat my food faster than everyone at the table and still fold my shirts in six inch squares. Um, and it's it's the truth. Like, I'm not even making that up. My my wife laughs because she'll be folding laundry and I'm like, all right, we got to get this thing perfect. And she's like, yeah, you're ridiculous. It takes you 30 minutes to fold five shirts. <laughs> but that's, that's always been who I am, you know, and that helps us in our field also is that Gail is very good at it as well. And when you're speaking with agents and clients and mortgage lenders and all these people that are involved in this process, I, I feel like it's really important that you are able to do good public speaking, but at the same time, be able to convey that you're just a regular person like they are mm-hmm. and that you are as invested as they are to, to the success of your client. Well, when you said to me, why did I, you know, uh, that it wasn't that you came to me, I came to you. You kind of summed up why I did. Like it, it really was. It wasn't just because I was hungry. Um, <laughs> it was a lot more than that is because you did lead with your heart. And even if that specific setup for lunch wasn't, you always were like, you would drop your guard anytime you spoke. And that just became more and more powerful to me. And that was really what got me drawn to you. So I, I, I find that so commendable. Um, I, I just, appreciate that, John. I, listen, I appreciate it. So thank you. Gail, you already addressed one of the questions. What I want to do is I've got, which I love, which is I got three more questions. Either one of you can take the answer. It's not a question of which turn is it, but just three additional things that I always want to know when I'm speaking to people, which is... I didn't care to do this. (laughs) Right? That's okay. Hey, no wrong answers. I'm just curious. You also didn't fire me yet today either. Well, guess what? (laughs) Right. So there you go. So, hey, so in terms of that, I'm curious. I we were talking about speaking style and that authenticity, but I'm also and and feeling good about conveying your thoughts. Next question I would say is who inspires you when you hear them speak or present? It could be family member. It could be someone known. It doesn't have to be. But who typically gets your attention when they're speaking? Oh, definitely Dave. Like he has a way of 
like what well, last year we did a um a toy drive mm -hmm. uh for christmas i remember yeah and he got on the news and was able to speak to the reporter like he just it just flows for him like so definitely Dave. what resonates about that flow he knows what to say how to say it and how to keep you engaged if I could only do that at home, I'd be doing even better. Yeah, there's still time for that, man. You're retired, so uh, you got right. <laughs> um, but that's great. I love, love, love hearing it. For either of you, I'm also curious, too, as you both clearly can speak and convey your thoughts, what would be something that you would work on in terms of elevating the way that you speak? What would you like to improve upon? Mm, that's a really that's good helpful. question. <laughs> We're normally prepared with everything. You got us stumped here. Um, I'll, I'll take that one. Um, I, I think one of the things that, that we could probably do uh, a little bit better on is, uh, especially when we're working with our agents and, and associates, would be um, that subject matter. It's really tough for a home inspector to know everything about real estate. Uh -huh. um, but something we're constantly working on is the knowledge of the market, the knowledge of the needs of that specific agent, which is which is tough. We have over five thousand agents in our system, um, and you know we regularly communicate every week with about five hundred of them uh, on any given day or on any given week. So it, it's a tough market. It's a tough job, and constantly knowing what what you can say and what you can't say. You know we've kind of learned those things about talking to clients like, oh, we've got this information for you. We can give you information on home and uh, uh, on um, what you call it, um, home warranties and things like that, where we've graduated now to, you know, we've got information on home warranty, but, you know, Joe over here, he's going to be your best source of information as your realtor. So it's constantly improving our, our communication at, at, our, at our job sites, especially with our real estate associates to make sure we're all communicating that one message to the client. God, that's great. I love hearing that. I appreciate that. Hey, one more question that, that I would ask. Either of you can take it or both, which would be, what is a message that you would like to convey? Something you dream about, something you haven't shared, and would you be willing to say it now? Where do you aspire? What would you? What are you dreaming about? Oh, I want this company to be massive, I, I, like to reach as many people as we can. It's all about empowering the owners, the, the potential owners for a home, like me that would be a massive part of it is to help as many people as we can it, it would be easy for me to say ditto to that uh because i obviously as a business owner i want to grow um we touched a little bit uh on your on your personal side and on my personal side yeah my, my 13 year old wants to take over this business and you know she came out and worked with me during the summer and my daughter is openly gay and how difficult is that going to be for her I want to make sure that, you know, in the next 10 years, uh, by the time she's done with college, before she thinks about a hostile takeover, mm -hmm. is, uh, <laughs> is that we create something that she can be proud of, mm -hmm. that I, I want to have something here that absolutely helps people. Mm -hmm. But I want to know that, you know, 10, 20 years from now, I didn't leave any chips on the table and I created something that it doesn't matter if it's a multi-million dollar company or not that it's something that I built that I can be proud of until my days are over huh. and that my kids can be proud of that. They can look back and say, all right, I know why you had to work as much as you did and we'll take it from here because this is what we want to do. 
that sends chills through me, both of you. That's they're 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 from a different directions, but great, great, great dreams. I'm really glad you said that, both of you, in regards to what you've shared, and that matters to me. That sense of welcome, invite, and include. It makes for a damn good business model. It it obviously has been successful. Um, but as you both convey how important it is, the legacy, um, making others feel empowered, as you talked about with homeowner, it, it's just a beautiful message. Thank you, Dave, for sharing about your 13-year-old daughter. That's really that that really matters to me. And folks, I am I am thrilled. Gail Metzner, Dave DeBellius, Amerispec Home Inspections. I am thrilled to have both of you, and I thank you both from the bottom of my heart. That's really, really, really good stuff. Um, hey, Dave, may I ask your CEO, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, you can get a hold of us by I'm either. Gail. Or... That's lovely. I meant Gail. Um... Oh, oh. Well, you said the CEO. That's me. She's, she's okay. Got it. Oh, well, that, that, right. Oh no, I'm sorry. Either she's the she's the real boss. I hear you. How? What's the best way we can get a hold of you? Oh, well, you can follow us on Facebook, yep. either uh, Amerispec Gail Metzner or mm -hmm. Amerispec Dave DeBilius. Uh, or Amerispec Inspections in Feasterville are located on right. Facebook. It's a very active social page. And folks, yeah, we're passing stuff to me, John, because she can't <laughs> see the writing on the card. Yeah, but that's right, 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 right. But we, what we will do is, as this is published, folks, you'll already have it. It'll be in the comments. So we will have Absolutely. that. So they are both, Gail and Dave, worth following. And when you need the opportunity to de-stress in a huge, stressful situation, I couldn't think of two more, two better qualified people that would ease the process uh, in regards to making their communication strong. So your big decision becomes a little less ominous and scary. Again, Gail Metzner, Dave DeBellius, thank you both so, so much for being Thanks here. Thanks for today. having us out, John. It's such I a am pleasure. Honored. Thank you so much. I am honored. Thank you both. And folks, you've just heard another episode of Your Message Received, where, as we just demonstrated, we will find others that are authentic and true and help you to find your business voice. Stay connected with us. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and a bunch of other places. Thanks for listening today. Keep listening. And folks, you've just heard your message received. Have a wonderful day. Be well, and we will see you soon. And now, making its way across the finish line, your message received has been a production of Duffin Media.